good morning and welcome to Noah's Wind. Of course, this being Christmas week, uh, Mary Alice and I are really excited to share some thoughts with you that go to the heart of what Christmas is all about. We've been kind of looking toward Christmas by bringing something out of the story every day of Noah's Window. If you've been following us at New Spring, you know that uh, I'm in a series right now called Put Yourself in the Picture, and this week, Christmas Eve, I'll be bringing the last of those messages called Can I Hold the Baby? But I've really been taken with the idea that the times that you and I are living in in 2021 are very similar to the times that God followers were living in right before the birth of Jesus. I mean, the prophecies were pointing to his coming for those who were paying attention. And certainly that's what's going on in our world today. There's so many signs of Jesus' return. So I feel like we're in very similar circumstances to the people who were waiting for Jesus to come the first time. So for two or three days, I want to talk about that and just draw some lessons out of the Christmas story that I think really speak to us. I want to go to the end of the story of the Magi visiting Jesus. I talked about it a week ago, then Jonathan talked about it again yesterday, focusing on their interaction with Herod. By the time we get to the scripture I'm going to read, the Magi have already been to see Jesus. They worshiped him, they brought him gifts. But God comes to them, and this is in verse 12 of Matthew chapter 2. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. So they went back home. Some translations will say a different way. Now we know practically why that was the case, because if the wise men had gone back home the way they came, they would have gone through Jerusalem. That would have caused a stir, and Herod would have known that they either found the baby or didn't find the baby. Herod had said to them, when you find the baby, let me know so that I can worship him. But we know, of course, that he really wanted to kill baby Jesus. So there's a very practical side of this as the wise men were warned to go back home a different route. But I want to take this from maybe a little bit more of a metaphorical viewpoint. Uh, you have to really be an old-time Newspringer to know that I used to sing in a quartet, like the first three or four years I was here. I think the first week we got here, there were three guys who asked me if I would consider singing with them. And they were Jack Ellis and then Dick Spring, who was a wonderful worship pastor in those days, wonderful man of God. He's with the Lord now. And then Dan Benner. And you may know Dan from being at New Spring, if you are there, because he's the guy who plays lead guitar for us so often. But we did some songs back in those days, and one of the songs that we did was called A Different Way. And I wasn't even sure what the lyrics were. I don't think I've thought about this song in 30 years, but I was thinking about it. And, and you, know, it's, you know, in rare situations, Google is wonderful because you can find a lot of things on the internet. But I, I found some of the lyrics of this song that I sang when I was still in my 20s with uh, Dan Benner and Dick Spring and Jack Ellis. And here's what it says. Now the wise men went seeking for the Savior had been born, and they knew that King Herod was out to take away our Lord. When they found the baby Jesus, knelt beside him in the hay, then they left a different way. And the chorus says, a different way, a different way, come to Jesus and you'll leave a different way. No matter what road you may be walking, come to Jesus today and then you'll leave a different way. Well, that song, I'm not sure, stood the test of time, but the lyrics are still intriguing because it communicates the idea that when we've interacted with Jesus, when we've received him and worshiped him, then our life is going to be different after that. We'll come one way and then we'll leave a different way. Well, let's just put all that aside for a moment. Talk about our interaction with Jesus. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, then your life after meeting him will be different or should be different. You know, I'm troubled today as a 
pastor and a church leader that many people claim to come to Jesus, but they go right back into living the old way of life. You know, the Bible calls salvation the new birth, being born again. So if we're born again, we should live a different kind of life. Let me talk about that in two respects, living a different life or going a different way after we meet Jesus. I think first of all, like the wise men, our life will be different from what it was. You know, there are many things that I look at in my own life that God is doing to make me a different person. And I don't do some of the things, many of the things that I used to do. Things that were part of my life in the past are not the way, they're not in my life today. And God is still working on that. For those of you who like to study doctrine, this is called sanctification. That day by day, God is making us more like his son, Jesus Christ. So it's really important for us to think about how our lives should be different from what they were before we met Jesus. And the wonderful thing about that is that the Holy Spirit of God comes into our lives and gives us the power to say no to sin and to say yes to the will of God. So I really do believe what the Bible is teaching us here is that once we've worshiped Jesus and once we've accepted him as Savior and Lord, then our lives should be different from the way they were. But here's a really big one in 2021 as we get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our life should be different from the rest of the world. In other words, the world without Jesus is traveling one path and we're traveling a different path than we should be. This is what Jesus talked about in the Sermon on the Mount when he said there's a broad road that leads to destruction. Many are traveling in that road and there's a narrow road that leads to life everlasting. So we should be traveling a different road just because the culture and Madison Avenue and Hollywood and, and the media and social media tell us that this is the way you should live your life. If we've accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, we shouldn't be afraid to go counterculture. I mean, the things that this world is celebrating today in many cases are the things that God condemns. And the things that God, you know, celebrates, the world condemns. Well, we shouldn't be surprised at that because Jesus said that's how things are going to be. It isn't easy to live a life that's counterculture when the world proclaims sin as righteousness and makes us feel like we're sinners because we don't go along with what they do. That's not an easy thing. But you know, <laughs> we need to look at the end. We need to look at where we're headed because the world is headed for the tribulation and those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ and Lord, we're headed toward the rapture. I've always loved English literature and American literature. Even when I was in school as a kid, I was always, I always enjoyed, especially reading short stories. I wasn't necessarily one that much for poetry, but there was one poem that I thought about pretty much all my life. It was written by Robert Frost, and it was called The Road Less Traveled. There are three lines at the end of that poem that have been with me throughout all my life since I was a child, and I think about them still to this day. It says, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. I'm not exactly sure what Robert Frost was talking about, but he could have been talking about what it means to meet Jesus. Two roads diverge. I took the one less traveled by, and I can testify that has made all the difference. Well, just as the wise men went home a different way, when we accept Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, we begin to travel that road less traveled by, a different road than the road we were traveling when we came to Jesus, and a very different road from the road that the world without Jesus is traveling. But it's the road that makes all the difference. Father, I pray that you'll help us today as Christ followers not to be afraid to take the road less traveled by. Help us to go a different way from the way the rest of the world's going so that not only will we wind up where you want us to wind up, but also so that our lives can be a testimony to those that are on the wrong road. 
Thank you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. I'll be back tomorrow to extract a little bit more from the Christmas story that speaks to our lives today in 2021.